Hey guys, this is Mia with Speak Up Ministry Podcast, and we are on episode 11. So today's episode is going to be called Change. Um, I have committed to completing the Bible in one year, going into 2024, and that is what I've been doing every single day is ensuring that I am getting up, I'm studying, I'm doing the what it's asking me to do in the Bible app to stay on track for the Bible in one year. Now, granted, I am human. Do I get it every single morning? No, because life happens. Um, but I'm making sure that I am catching up if I do miss a day or two days and that I'm going back and doing what it is asking to do and getting the material that I need. Now, at first, when I started doing this, I didn't like to do it, not being in the Word, but using the app, the Bible app in one year, because it used to seem like a checklist for me. Something's kind of shifted, though, um, in my mindset. I've, I've got a different mindset on it now of... Okay, this isn't just a checklist. This is a tool, another way that's going to help me grow closer to God and for me to, to have a little bit more wisdom and knowledge about the Bible and about God and Jesus. So one of the things that really stood out to me um, going through the Bible in one year, and of course, we're kind of it jumped back and forth between like the Old Testament and the New Testament. So you're not just staying in the Old Testament the entire time, you get to see a little bit of both. But you start out through Genesis, and if anybody knows, I'm not going to assume the story of Joseph, but Joseph, to give a little backstory, and I I do highly recommend going and reading through Genesis if you've never read through Genesis, but Joseph was Jacob's son, and his brothers were basically very jealous of him. They had kind of planned to um, kill him. They didn't. They didn't want him around anymore. And when one day Joseph went out to the fields to find his brothers, they were like, "Okay, this is a, the great time. This is an opportunity for us to." to kill him and then we can go back and tell our dad that he was eaten by a wild animal well another one of the brothers they didn't want to shed any blood they didn't they didn't want to go through with the act of killing joseph so they basically ripped a piece of the garment that joseph always wore and shoved him into this hole basically And so they sat there um, until a group of Ishmaelites came by and they were like, well, we're just, if we're not going to kill him, we're just going to sell him. So they sold their brother to the Ishmaelites and they dipped the the garment that they had um, in some blood and they went back and told their father, Jacob, that he he was attacked by some kind of animal and, and he's gone. So Jacob believed this. His father believed this. The, the sons had came up with this story. They held on to that story um, for a very, very long time. 
So here's Joseph with the Ishmaelites now. And the Ishmaelites actually sold Joseph again to Egypt, to to Potiphar, who was one of the pharaohs, kind of like right-hand man. And during this time, Joseph was kind of put in charge of of everything. He was put in charge of everything at Potiphar's home. And Potiphar's wife wanted Joseph to sleep with her. And Joseph was not going to break that covenant between him and God and between him and Potiphar. So Potiphar's wife lied and stated that Joseph had committed this act, that he had sexually assaulted her, and that obviously that upset Potiphar, her husband, and Potiphar threw Joseph in jail. So Joseph is in jail for quite some time, but even the guardsmen, the jailmen, put him in charge of everybody that was in jail because they saw the knowledge and wisdom that he had. So during this time, he was able to start interpreting dreams. And that's how that that's eventually how he got out of jail was the pharaoh had a dream, nobody was able to interpret it, and Joseph was able to interpret it for him. And so the pharaoh basically said, you know, okay, you can you can have everything. I'll still be the king, but you can run everything for me. Just help us get to where we need to be. Because basically the dream was they were going to have seven good years throughout Egypt and throughout the country. But then they were going to have seven years of, of just complete famine. Once this seven years of there was no crops growing, there was no food, there was... None of these things, but because Joseph had built up basically a storehouse because he he was able to interpret these dreams because of God, his brothers came to Egypt because they needed food. They needed they needed to live, and this was the only way for them to live. Joseph recognized them. You would think like if a sibling, a family member, somebody that's been close to you for a long period of time, somebody that you grew up with in the same household, even though you split apart for several years, if you came back together, you would think that you would recognize them. Joseph recognized the brothers. He knew exactly who they were. Joseph's brothers, on the other hand, they had no idea who it was. They had no idea that that was Joseph, who they were going to, to beg for food. And so, one of the things I kind of notated was, I believe sometimes when we experience hardship and turmoil, just like Joseph did, because that was hardship, he'd been sold and resold. He was thrown in jail, accused of committing this act that he didn't commit with Potiphar's wife, and then having to sit in jail and was even betrayed in jail when 
one of the men in the in the jail he was able to interpret his dream he told him to tell the um the pharaoh when he got out and he never did um until many years later but he still pursued god he never gave up on god because he knew god had given him a vision many 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 years prior that his brothers and his dad that they would be bowing down to him so and that that's kind of what led to them selling his brother off but he continued he still continued to pursue god because he knew that he hadn't reached what god had in store for him and i think that sometimes when we again experience hardship and turmoil but we still continue to pursue God. We can learn from it and we change. Sometimes we change so much that others, even family members, don't recognize you. And I think nowadays it may not be just a, um external physical appearance. They still may recognize you from that but it's more of the internal work that some people will step away some people will walk away from you because they don't understand or they don't believe that you've truly changed that you're not the person that you say you are and uh, if you continue on to read through the book of genesis and you know how Joseph plays along with this for a little bit until he does reveal himself, you know, to his father and to his brothers and stuff. And they weep and, you know, he he forgives them and just kind of reminds you of like, okay, what will, what will you do? Hey, what would you do if you, you were in Joseph's position? Would you, could you ever come to a place of forgiving your siblings for doing such a thing even looking at it in today's view i mean you have a sibling or friend or family member that does something against you are you willing to forgive them and i think forgiveness is a big one because most people and i was like this for the longest view forgiveness as a weakness well, I'm weak if I forgive this person. No, you're actually the bigger person and saving yourself from the stress and anxiety and worry by forgiving somebody and moving on. But again, I think the biggest thing of going back to this story, though, is the change. What are we doing to be able to to change ourselves, do a complete 180 to where people are like, I don't, even, I don't know who that person is anymore in a good way. You, I mean, this could go one or two ways. You could go in the way that Joseph did and stay in the presence of God and the promises that he made or... You could go the complete opposite way of 
what the enemy would like you to do. But again, I think the biggest thing is realizing that sometimes, even when in the midst of things, if you continue to pursue God, if you know what His promise is for your life, if He has shown you a vision of what He's going to do in your life, and you hold on to that, incredible things can happen. To the point where others that have been so close to you don't even recognize who you are because you're becoming more and more like the image of God. So that's just a little bit of snippet of today on the Speak Up Ministry podcast. I hope you like this, share it, and shoot me a comment if you'd like to. Right, bye.